I either thought it was like a cummy or a couch. A, a cummy? Podcast. This is level 138. Put the pussy down. That's right. We are back. We are back with an episode of the Geekscape Games Podcast, the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape.network. Uh, we have recently put out our end of year 2017 year in review episode, and we are back kicking it off. 2018, here we come, ready to go. Uh, I'm your host this evening, uh, and I'm joined with Joshua Jackson. Hey, everybody. And Miss Courtney Dossett. Hello. That's Miss Courtney Dossett, where the C stands for cleanup hitter. I'm sorry, what? Cleanup hitter. What the fuck is that? It's a, it's base- a baseball term. Yeah. The mass oh. I enjoy the one true sport, so. Awful. What is that, crocheting? No. <laughs> Extreme Hockey. crocheting. Extreme crocheting. Hockey. <laughs> What what would extreme crocheting be like? Crocheting on roller skates? Um, it's like crocheting in dangerous places, I guess, or like with your eyes closed. No, it's ex- so like on ex- on railroad tracks with your eyes closed. Extreme crocheting would be just like crocheting with like the fan on or like a loud TV in the room. This crocheting on its own is quite docile. That's how I crochet every day. <laughs> well, then you're an expert at extreme crocheting. Yeah, it's, I'm. You have like six projects going at once. You're not watching what you're crocheting. You're watching the show intently instead. Yeah, don't count your rows. Um, before don't <laughs> cut your rows. Don't count. Count. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, before we get into it, uh, so we'd like to mention at the top of the episode is currently day 173 <laughs> in horror movie night gate. Um, it has been, uh, 173 days since Matt Kelly was graciously invited to be a co-host on the Geekscape Games podcast, and nobody has been invited back, uh, to the Geekscape Games podcast. Um, this is, this is starting to become very intentional. We are getting quite cross, and we ask you, the, the GGers, the Geekscape Gamers, um, to reach out to the HMNN the the Humanin podcast. Hey, put up or shut up, fam. Put your hair up and square up. Put your hair up and square up. Oh, I like that. <laughs> so, help us out. Tweet at them, DM them, at them. We are being slighted. We are being put down. We are being ignored. And you say you say we, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to end up on that show pretty soon. <laughs> Oh my god, again, Matt Kelly, when you listen to this, because you actually listen to us sometimes, uh, everyone but Shane first, because it'll be funny. Then then, then, then we will have a new show. Yeah. We'll have a new show, and we're going to... Uh, everybody everybody who's on the Horror Movie Night podcast before me is temp banned from the Geekscape Games podcast. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get new hosts. Yeah. I'm going to get the fabulous, beautiful hosts from the Overleague podcast, and uh, yeah. we're gonna, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Josh, are you scared? Of what? 
Josh and I'll... I ain't scared. Mm. You'd I'm be hurt. lost without us. We're mm. a family. Ohana. Ohana, Ohana means no family. Behind. I wonder what yeah. the rule 34 for Lilo and Stitch is. Fucking really? You're not allowed. That's the rule. You're not allowed to well, rule 34 Disney. I mean, they did have that. No. Anime ver- they did have no. an anime version where Lilo was a grown up, but she also abandoned him. So Wait, what the <gasps> fuck? That's dark. Well, there's an anime version where Stitch ends up in Japan instead of Hawaii and meets a new girl and like episodes and episodes and episodes later like they have an episode where they meet Lilo and she's like an adult and she like moved on with her life. It's called Stitch with an exclamation point. Disney Stitch! Yep. I don't like it. I'm not a fan. I'm not for it. It's not canon. Yeah, I mean Disneyland pretty much still has them together so I'm pretty sure they don't consider it canon either. It's It's the Stitch extended universe. The what is it? What is it called now? Stitch Legends? <laughs> Stitch Legends. That's some garbage. I don't want part of that. Um, no, I don't want to go to Rule 34 comics. I want, let's I want... not. Let's not and pretend you did and move on. Talk about a Hawaiian roller coaster ride, huh? <laughs> um, actually, let's talk about, um, you mentioned Nippon and their affinity for uh, things. Uh... <laughs> yeah. I learned that they really do have an affinity for things. So, uh, you recently uh, visited the Land of the Rising Sun? Yes, sir. So, tell us all about that, because I didn't even know you were leaving. I thought I told you. I'm pretty uh, sure everybody knew else were, knew. I knew you were going. I didn't know when you were going. Oh, yeah. And we so, I was, like, messaging you happy birthday and stuff, and you didn't respond, and I was like, oh, Josh must just be super busy. And then oh, no, you're like, I just oh, I'm in Japan. I couldn't get service without paying like a thousand dollars per megabyte yeah, over there. Ridiculous. So it's ridiculous. So I was pretty much disconnected from the world. But yeah, it was great. Um, we went down there for like a week. Pretty much the main purpose of it being to attend Wrestle Kingdom 12 in person. But of course, that's just one thing out of like a thousand things to do over there. Um, probably the main thing gaming wise is I went to the Pokemon Center so many times, and are you guys familiar with that store? No. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, well, I think the main one was in Osaka, but they have a few different ones now because we were in Tokyo. But they have like just this big, um, Pokemon dedicated store with just tons and tons and tons and tons of merchandise. But I guess the biggest takeaway from it was that since it happened to be close to my birthday, they do give you a free birthday Pokemon if it's your birthday month. But you only get to pick one of the three that they give you the option for. So, luckily, taking all the lessons that I've learned from scamming GameStop over the years, <coughs> I went I went three different times and I got three all three of them. So that was pretty great. Jesus. But yeah, it was like. Would you get it was between? It was between. Well, when I thought I could only get one, I picked Comfy because that's the new. Pokemon I'm sorry. Who? I, sorry, what? It's a living lay. Like a Hawaiian lay, not a rule. And it's called comfy. C O M F U I, yeah. C O M F. I thought it was like I either thought it was like a cummy or a couch. A cummy. Is that like a little? Is that like a little droplet? Do you remember? What the fuck did you just say? No, do you remember that game I showed you? It was called Judy's, and it was about how you're supposed to wear condoms so you can get pregnant. No. They had the little No, you guys didn't see that. I shared it with you guys. No. Oh you my thought God. it was a cummy? 
To be Ponies. fair, all the all the material that gets shared on this podcast kind of bleeds into each other. You're not wrong. No, there was a game I found when I was looking for mobile games called Judy's, and it's supposed to help promote um, safe sex in teens. One cummy, so the, two cummy, three cummy, so four. The whole game I'm is princess, but I'm also a whore. You've got to so wrong. You've got to <laughs> put condoms on the dicks so that the cum can't come out and and fertilize the egg. And it has these little animated cum sperms. And they have little faces. It's that's so when you said comfy, that's what I thought of. <laughs> well, I know what I'm nicknaming it now. Yeah, the cummies. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, so good job, Courtney. <laughs> send all I complaints mean, to I've Courtney. Come a long way. You've come a long way. <laughs> like how long? Like how far was it? Ten minutes? How many? Me- how many meters? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, this is a dumb-looking Pokemon. Comfy? Yeah. You look up Klefki. Oh, yeah. <laughs> K-L-E-F-K-I. Oh, yeah. It's got to be like... <laughs> like, shit. Oh, that's real dumb fucking... What the... Did They they ran out of ideas for Pokemon, didn't like, they? Like, some dude was driving to work and be like, fuck, I need to come up with a Pokemon today. And he gets to the office and, like, dumps his pockets and he's like... Fucking oh, keys. I'll make a fucking set of keys. <laughs> well, no, the, funny, the funny thing is that one's actually based on some Japanese folklore about people's like when keys go missing they say some spirit collects them and that's literally what it is Jesus Christ the Japanese are weird two yeah. bombs wasn't enough whoa bleep that out <laughs> but yeah which is why we avoided Hiroshima <laughs> but um oh. we yeah we went to Akihabara which have had so many different things to buy which it was really disappointing because they had this cordelia fire emblem statue that i've been uh keeping an eye out on for a while but i had no way of getting it home and i really shouldn't be spending 180 dollars on figures but what was the trans uh shipping gonna be what was the what what is the shipping gonna be oh i have no idea but on top of you know 180 dollars plus whatever shipping is going to be i really shouldn't have been spending that much i already spent 300 dollars at the wrestling show and I still had to figure out a way to get home. So, but yeah, it was. What else was there? I got a I got a Sega Dreamcast statue. That was Whoa, pretty great. That's cool. Because I've been wanting to get one. Um, search for Sega Hard Girls Dreamcast if you're not familiar with the design. Girls Dreamcast statue. It's not. It's not the one. It's not the one that I wanted, but it was close enough, and it was only seven bucks. So that was. Pretty Is she great. standing up with her sword out? Yes, sir. <laughs> The one I wanted comes with all these like accessories, like the Seaman microphone, the Dreamcast, like a fishing rod and all that stuff. So, and the Samba de Amigo, um, rocks, everything. Sega Hard Girls. Who's Saturn again? Saturn's the one with the pigtails. Yeah, she's a cutie. Oh, she looks like Knights. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, if anybody, yeah, if anybody the- wants to get me a birthday present, um, get me a Sega Saturn. There's a there's a refurbishing company in DC that makes them for fairly cheap. I've always wanted a Sega Saturn. Like Damn, the, dude, she cute the, AF. The girl, the girl or the f- system? The console. Okay. Well, I'm, I might want to. I might want the statue because it might be difficult to come on a console. I mean, you. No, it's actually really you easy. Can come on anything. I feel. Oh, yeah? I don't know that you should. With my cummies. <laughs> but yeah, like the weird <laughs> thing about it though is. 
I, I guess I was kind of surprised, even though I've seen, you know, you see the videos and you see pictures and stuff, but I was surprised at how much advertisements just like everywhere at all times. It's insane. Really? Yeah, there's just like flashing signs, advertising, anything and everything. Like in any one direction that you're looking at, there's like 15 advertisements in front of you. And it was pretty insane. Um, I'm surprised at how much uh, like One Piece is like every bit of culture they have over there right now. Isn't that like their main jam after Bleach got canceled or finished? I'm pretty sure that One Piece has been their main thing for a while now. Interesting. Like even above Bleach. But it was weird. It was like we went to the Tokyo Dome for the wrestling show and they had One Piece Tokyo Dome merchandise. And then we go to Tokyo Tower to do that. And Tokyo Tower is literally... There's more One Piece shit in Tokyo Tower than there is Tokyo Tower stuff. <laughs> they have like a small One Piece indoor theme park in Tokyo Tower. With like a One Piece restaurant, a One Piece attraction, a One Piece store. It was just really, really weird how much like everything was One Piece related over there. Hmm. And then a few blocks away they had like a Shonen Jump indoor theme park, which half of it was One Piece. Hmm. But yeah, so it that, was that a, seems weird. It's that would be like, uh, like you go to see a fucking like baseball game, and there'd be like Mickey Mouse like baseball stuff, or like um, they actually did have Mickey Mouse baseball stuff too. Huh? Weird. At the baseball, oh. at the baseball stadium. Uh oh, what am I moving? What am I moving? But right. yeah, um, we made sure to just kind of do the walking tour. We met one of our favorite wrestlers at his clothing store, which was kind of I saw that weird. But uh, who, yeah, that was who probably was that. High. Who was that? Minoru Suzuki. And what is his relevancy? Tell us for he's, people who are... He's one of, he's one of the most uh, influential Japanese wrestlers in history. He's pretty much credited with being one of the fathers of MMA worldwide by starting a promotion in Japan in the early 90s. Nice. And just kind of integrated his MMA into his wrestling. And he's like he's like 50 years old now. He's been wrestling for a really long time, but he hasn't had a whole lot of exposure outside of Japan, but in Japan, he's like one of the. It's like essentially, if I guess, I I don't want to necessarily say like, Hulk Hogan or anything, but I'm trying to think of someone like, if Ken Shamrock, I guess, was a bigger wrestler when he was in WWE, but like on the if Ken Shamrock was like on the level of, uh, Hulk Hogan or like a Roddy Piper or something like that, but he was still wrestling, like that would kind of be what you'd compare it to. Plus, he's still, like, scary as shit when he wrestles. He, like, hung a... In the show that we went to, he, like, hung a guy to death with a chokehold. Really? What? But then he didn't... He wasn't really dead, so he ended up winning the match after coming back to life from being choked, pretty much, but... Nice. That's beside the point. But, yeah. Did we you made sure to visit like a lot a of... Is like a soap opera? With, huh? like, fighting? Is, like a, is a wrestling, like, a soap opera with more fighting? He, yes, but in Japan, it's more treated like a legitimate sporting event. So um. instead of having all these like corny backstage segments like they do in America, like they just usually tell their do their interviews through like press conferences and that kind of stuff and post match mm -hmm. interviews and things. So like it's the same like it's the same at its core, but it's presented in a different way. Gotcha. Over there. Um isn't this kind of the same with uh Luchador wrestling? Yeah, pretty much. Mexico, it's treated much more like a legitimate sport too. Like everyone knows, it's not a legitimate sport, but it's presented as it is. Yeah. So like, it's not as much of the, uh, not as much of like the soap opera -y stuff that we're kind of used to over here. Which I is like funny because this past Monday they had a segment on WWE Raw where 
people saying it's probably the worst acted segment in wrestling history. What was it? It was like these two girls and one of them was... And it's funny because in real life they're legit best friends, so you would think they'd be able to act more natural around each other. But then again, I guess the material is so shitty. But they were like going back and forth. The one girl was trying to talk her bigger friend into attacking her opponent by saying, oh, she was talking shit about you behind her back. And then she goes, do you speak Japanese? And she's like, no. And she's like, oh, because that other girl doesn't speak English. Even though like five minutes prior they showed a segment of her speaking English, even though she's a Japanese wrestler. Mm. So, I don't know. <laughs> but, but yeah, convoluted. that's besides the point. Convoluted as fuck. Did you, did you get a chance to go check out uh, Super Potato uh, in Akihabara? Ah, my microphone. Apologies, hold on. Quick, quick. Yes, sir. Uh, no, I didn't get to go to Super Potato, but I did go to... Oh, 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 sorry, sorry. Oh, my, oh, oh, uh, oh. Microphone issues, microphone issues. Uh, ah. No, but that reminds me, though, in Akihabara, I didn't go to Super Potato, but they did have one of those um, places where you could get, like, the stuffed waffles, but they had... That particular booth had like special magic harp designs for the waffles so it's like you could get a stuffed magic harp with either chocolate or custard so that was cool that was probably the second highlight of the trip next to meeting suzuki um is there uh what was your gaming highlight uh besides your your fig um the pokemon store or it's not directly related to gaming but i was pretty proud of when I was exploring like Shibuya and stuff and we were getting turned around a little bit, I was pretty much able to navigate Shibuya based off of what I remembered from Tokyo Mirage Sessions. <laughs> no. I was like, wait, so we're standing right here, so the statue we're looking for should be across the street, like a, like another block up. Shut and, uh, up. That's... And then we found it and Megan was like, how'd you know that? She was like, oh, do you, is your phone working? I was like, no, I just remembered from Tokyo Mirage Sessions. <laughs> That's fucking we, awesome. No, but... I think the ultimate victory of our Japan trip and totally justifying the thousands of dollars we spent to go was that I've been trying to get Megan to play Tokyo Mirage Sessions for a year and a half, and she never would do it. And after all that, now I guess since she misses Japan, she's playing it right now. Aww. So, totally worth it. Um, to- I would completely dump another small fortune into doing that if she would play more games that I like. What the, wait, what the fuck just happened? What the fuck? I didn't do shit. What the fuck is with our chat? What? What? Donated to what? I don't know. So apparently somebody in our chat, the Shadow 866, just donated $133? I don't oh. know how. Thank fuck? you. Uh, but thank you? He was, he's, helping, he's helping pay for that Cordelia statue I wanted. Um, first off, oh. I, what? Dude, what? I, I just remembered too, when I was in the Akihabara store... They had a display case for figures that they didn't necessarily have for sale, but just stuff they had on display. And they had this orange heart statue that disappeared off the face of the earth as soon as I was going to buy it from Neptunia. But right next to it, they had a Yu-Gi-Oh! GX Jaden figure that I had never seen before. And I was like, I don't give a fuck how much debt I'm going to get in, but they weren't selling it. That was super disappointing. So thank you for that donation. Now I'm going to go buy it. Um, no, I'm uh, like, We don't I- get the money, do we? I don't know where it got donated to. I don't either. Uh, I don't know how that works. Settings, uploads, collections, clips, permissions. Like, we're a partner. Are we? Yeah. That's that's I cool. I mean, he's got a... Donate. I guess we'll figure it out after the show? Well, I mean... 
guess. Maybe not. Not maybe not. Well, <laughs> I, f- I feel like I feel like one hundred and thirty-three dollars is. Well, yeah, but I mean, like us figuring out the logistics of it right now. Inventory. You just say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, um, it was pretty good. Oh yeah. Also, one last thing that I want to make sure to mention is that Seven Eleven is like a religion over there. There's Seven Elevens like on every block, and they're pretty much like the biggest bank down there too. I noticed they have like a Seven Eleven bank. Really? For some reason, yeah. They have a Seven Eleven bank. You buy event tickets through the printer at Seven Eleven. There's Seven Eleven commercials about feeding your, um, you know, feed your whole family by getting fried chicken at Seven Eleven. But yeah, it's really weird how Seven Eleven was everywhere. Hmm. I also never had so many French fries in my life. I had my first meal in Japan was a French fry pizza with a side of French fries. Jesus. Huh. Interesting. Um. So. I'll investigate this later. This is all very interesting. Uh, the hell? What whole song? Discord? What's going on? Um, we had a, a, a yeah. I, I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to like to Twitch and Twitch and run. Um, connections mm-hmm. Twitch Prime. What's going on here? Uh, there was a Nintendo Mini Direct today. Um. Which uh, came out, and I was pretty. Um... Who the fuck is Shadow Eight Six Six, and where did the money go? <laughs> I don't know. And I, and ho- the Hollow Eighty Nine came in and is like, I'm sure it's this clever baller, and then dipped. I don't know what's happening. What's going on? <laughs> what's going on? We finally got big enough to be hacked. <laughs> um, whoops. No, no. Are we are we gonna talk about the direct first? Or are we gonna talk about what we put? Oh, you're here. I just I couldn't see. Oh, I'm here. I couldn't see. I can't see anybody. Everything is broken. It's, it's just weird. I don't know what's going on. Nintendo Direct. Anyway, we'll deal with the money later. Are we gonna talk about direct first? Or are we gonna talk about games first? Games. Here, you talk about the games you've been playing while I investigate what's going on. <laughs> so, um, I've been on vacation back home in Alaska, hanging out with people. And so I haven't had my computer. And so I've uh, been trying to get more mobile games. And I found that uh, Don't Starve, which is one of my favorite PC games, also made a mobile version of their games. Um, and I don't, I don't like to pay money for mobile games, but I definitely dropped $5 to have that in my life. Um, and it was a good decision. Um, on my phone, I have the Sony Xperia... XA1 Ultra, which is not easy to say, um, but it's a pretty decently sized phone. I could play it on my phone, but it was like a little difficult. Um, it's a lot easier to play on my tablet. Um, as far as like the interface and stuff goes, when you first start playing, it automatically gives you like a little joystick thing for to use on the screen, which I don't like because it makes it really hard for you to actually like get around, I feel. Um, but like poking around in the settings, I figured out you can turn that off and just tap on the screen to go where you want, which makes it a lot better and feels a lot more intuitive. Um, but it's pretty much exactly like, uh, playing it on the PC. So I was really excited and happy about that. So I played a lot of that. Um, I haven't died yet. I think I'm on day like 40 from playing on the plane. Um, and then I've been playing Overwatch. 
with Shane since I got home. So, Are you going to be part um, of the Overwatch League? Uh, what? Are you going to be part of the Overwatch League? <laughs> Not like, anytime soon. Um, I'm a, in bronze elo hell like no one's business. I would like to. I would like to point out. I would like to point out. We we just got bamboozled. Major bamboozled. Bamboozled. In in Twitch, if you type slash me, and then a message, uh-huh. it'll highlight you. So if you look in the chat, it says Geekscape TV just donated one hundred thirty three dollars. Thanks. We were bamboozled. Oh well, Shadow eight six six can eat a fat dick then. Yeah, the Shadow eight six six. Uh, hold on. Um, we're going to uh ban user. Sorry, you're not banned. Rude. Rude. Um, but now we know. Um, but yeah, so I came home and did my placement matches. I spammed through them in one day at the request of a friend. Baka. Uh, which was a poor choice. Baka. (laughs) And I think, I think we, we lost, uh, the same matches. Like we, we won two of the 10 matches we needed to place. Yeah. So it was bad. But today was a good match day. We won yeah. all but one of our games. Yeah. So maybe I'll tell tell, tell maybe... about um your recent discovery with your hardware and the changes you're experiencing. Oh yeah. So um I, I when I say I, when I when I like phrase it like that, tell us about the changes you're experiencing. It sounds like you're going through puberty. Or like transitioning. Um so I was watching Shane watch videos about how to improve uh, your settings for your computer so that you can work better with snipers. And I was trying to find similar things for my mains because I play a lot of Zenyatta uh, and I couldn't find a whole lot. But looking at my very high class Mazer brand. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. She, she, has a, she has a Mazer mouse. <laughs> I couldn't remember the word for the thing I was holding. It's a mouse. Um, from Josh, China, are you, are you familiar with, with Mazer brand? Mazer. No. This is definitely a knockoff Razer mouse. Um, I oh, paid, I think, I, I think I paid $13 for it. Um, it came in a really nice box, uh, and it's not a bad mouse. I like it a lot. Um, but I figured out it has a DPI button on the top that I didn't know existed. Uh, it's not labeled. Um, but I can click it and it turns to different colors and it let me adjust my settings so that I am now a better Zenyatta. Uh, I also found out that I can change the refresh rate on my mouse from with the switch on the bottom, but that crashed my game, so I put it back. So I'm learning all kinds of things, and maybe will one day not suck. You're actually like legit, um, um, doing better with your uh, yeah with your pot shots. I made I I made a marked difference, like just pushing one button to change the color. And the reason why I changed the color on it was to make it match my lights on all my stuff. Because everything on my computer is red and blue. And the light was pink. So I didn't like that. Or it was off or something. And so I changed it to make it match. And it made me play better. <laughs> uh, and that's, that's what I've been doing this week in gaming. School started. <laughs> I played with clams today. That sounds dirty. <laughs> <laughs> And you said crayons. Oh, that too. But mostly, mostly bivalves. Oh yeah. Josh, yeah. What have you guys been playing? <laughs> uh, I mean, I've been uh, just playing a lot of uh, Overwatch. Um, getting like actually like legit better, like legit better. 
Um, <laughs> and I really need to scratch my ear. Hold on. Ah, like a poppy. Um, it itches. I had a haircut today. Um, no, like I legit feel like I'm getting better. And I don't want to sound like enough says before. I don't want to sound like hashtag that guy. Ooh, the guy in the I show. I mean, you are. The guy in the show is wearing a men's warehouse shirt. Um, the red one? Yeah. I have that shirt. Um, mm -hmm. it's burgundy. Um, uh, I'm like le legit getting better and I feel like I'm able to realize, okay, this team is not going to like, uh, work well with, with Sombra and I've been able to, um, uh, adapt more and I'm getting less like, oh, I need to be a, a lone gunman as, as Sombra. Um, and then, uh, trying to play some Zarya, but Moira is fucking litty. Her mobility is mm -hmm. through the roof. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh. Yeah, I'm just having a lot of fun with, with Moira lately. Um, might try well, after this uh, pod. We're gonna play. We're gonna play some more. Um, and I'm thinking that uh, maybe. Uh, what do you mean maybe? I have class in the morning. Well, fuck your class. Go sleepy. <laughs> I have to drive an hour. Yeah. Well. Yeah, whatever. Uh, one other thing you've been doing, I think that's better too, since we're picking on each other. Um, is that I think you've been better about coming back to the team and not overextending. Oh, or, oh, like, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Are, yeah, we, are like, we gonna start you, criticizing me and my gameplay? No, 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 oh, yeah? no. I was yeah? just saying, like, yeah? I'm not criticizing, <laughs> I'm saying you're improving. Like, sometimes, like, you'll be gone, and I won't see you for a whole match. Like, I won't know where the fuck you are. Uh, but I've, but, like, there have been I times was, been, like... I was flank flanking. You were flanking. Well, we couldn't... You, you've done better about coming back and joining up with the group more when you've, when we've been dying a lot. Like, instead of just, like, continually harassing and flanking, sometimes you actually come and be part of the group and help. And it's nice. It's it's funny you say it, because I've been trying to make a conscious decision to rejoin team fights. Yeah, it's um, really nice. Because um, you do a lot of damage. Um, and, and like, god damn it, I'm good. I'm good at it. Not as good <laughs> as the, the folks in the Overwatch League, which we are currently playing a VOD of the Dynasty Excelsior match. Um... And shouts out to our own podcast, the uh, Overleague podcast. Um, uh, they uh, they're, they're, they do a fabulous fucking coverage over it. It's like ESPN, but for Overwatch. I really, really like it. Um, we need to get them on. Um, I think we'll try to get them on um, for like a Geekscape Games like special uh, bonus mm -hmm. stage. Overwatch League um, crossover. Um, like that episode of Fox, uh, or the, that episode of X-Files and Cops. Where they had that crossover. The best episode of X-Files ever. Terrified or Archer kid. and Bob's Burgers, which I think is better. But Dobbs, that's okay. Dobbs Durgers? Bob's Burgers. I love that show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the Nintendo Direct. Um, yeah, which I was really thankful for the Direct because then I don't know what else we would have talked about today. Oh, wow. <laughs> Video games? Of, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of news, but also I played some games this week. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say, thought, Josh. What did since, Josh play this week? Since you, uh, you played... since Derek's not around, I guess I need to be the one that everyone forgets about. It's, you talked for like the first part. No, so... I was gonna ask. I know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, yes. no, I didn't play much because I was gone. But I was really trying to focus on Xenoblade Two because a game seems to have really strong waifu material, and I need to get my list done. But it's a great game so far. But at the beginning of chapter three, I'm so fucking stuck. I've been like wandering around aimlessly for like three hours, and I kind of don't want to play anymore. Oh, uh, it's like the the navigation is really kind of shitty. Like that's the worst part about the game so far because it's like you don't really have a full map; you just have a compass. But the game is so layered, and the map is so big that just telling you to go north doesn't mean shit because it's like there's all these walls and twists and turns that block your 
path. So it's like you kind of have to figure out which winding path leads to the way that you need to go. And also because of the game trying to, um, like all the other Xenoblade games, trying to maintain a more realistic ecosystem. I keep running into enemies that are like at level 90 and I'm only at level 20 because they kind of mix up enemies in the environment. So it's like, hey, I think I'm finally on my way somewhere towards where I'm supposed to be. And then all of a sudden I run into a level 90 enemy. He kills me in one hit and then I get sent back five minutes only to find out that that was the wrong way all along. So, yeah, that's been my time so far. But when before I got incredibly stuck, it was a really good game. (laughs) Um, and then, uh, and then did Overwatch. You, did you, um, to stay on Xenoblade, did you get the Pro Controller, like the Special Edition Pro Controller? No, but I want to. Is the D-pad? you know about that? No. Uh, well, yeah, I knew about the D-pad, but I don't really care about that one way or another. I just like the design. So apparently, um, in case uh, anyone listening doesn't know, the, um, the D-pad on the Xenoblade 2 edition of the Pro Controller has like a center post in it. Um, so it, the D-pad doesn't like, to press down into the uh, the controller um, uh, when you move it, so apparently it's got like a lot um, better like directional change, um, and it's kind of like a collector's item. Let's see what it's going for on Ebe, Ebe, Ebe.com. Yeah, like those controllers were everywhere for like the first two weeks, and no one was buying them. And then that news came out, and all of a sudden they were all gone. Yeah. Xenoblade mm. uh, Two Pro Controller Switch Limited Edition Japan ninety two eighty eight, pre-owned for eighty bucks. I almost bought it in Japan <laughs> because I still had it for seventy. Xenoblade Chronicles Two Pro Controller. Oh, oh never mind. Fuck it. Disregard. I, I'm an idiot. Why? What happened? Oh, I thought it said Xbox only, but it's just box only. Oh, someone just signed Xbox. the box. Uh, critical reading. Eat my ass. Yeah, there go, <laughs> there's a lot of like goings here. Let's see. Completed uh, listings only. Who had the completed? Right. Ninety-one. Just got the damn control. Ninety. Ninety-two. 93. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Nintendo Direct had some pretty litty, two titty stuff on there. I'm um, most excited for the the World Ends With You remix, like the final remix edition. Yeah, um, that was pretty crazy. I, I wasn't like completely... When I first played it, like back in the day, I was playing it with an R4 cart, which is like just a flash cart. And like that kind of ruined, um, uh, kind of like ruined gaming for me because I had all these like I had a hundred, you know, I had all the games for free, so I never like really felt the need to like sit down and like delve into it. Like whenever I got bored, I'm like, all right, I'm done with this ROM, I'm gonna play a different one. Um, so I didn't really get into it as much as I feel like I should. Um, is this a good opportunity to pick it up? You think? Um. I think so. I mean, it's they're promising that they're going to have, um, what was the phrase that they used? Oh, a sizable quote, sizable new scenario. So it's going. The game itself is already pretty lengthy, and it's considered one of the best DS games as it is. And then it's going to be adding so much extra content. I mean, if you haven't finished it or played it, really, there's really no reason not to get it at this point. Um, what's um, describe the gameplay that again because it was like it's like an action rpg but you collect stickers that can like level you up is it stickers or pins pins it's like you have pins that give you different abilities and you use them to attack monsters on the screen uh and it takes again it takes place in shibuya so it's kind of has this really 
like slick stylized uh, visual style that kind of takes advantage of that uh, shopping area being so crowded. It's like all the monsters are within the, like the thoughts or the sounds of the people in the crowd and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it was, it's done really well. And then, you know, the further you get in the game, you get more partners and you can have like special team up abilities with them and that kind of thing. I'm very, very excited for that new, the new Pokemon tournament DLC. Um, did not tickle my fancy at all. Uh, do you do you have the DX version? Um, well, it never came out on DS. It was on Wii U, and then no DX. Oh, DX. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Z-Axis. No, because... I bought it on Wii U, and I got all that I was going to get out of it. So when the Switch version came out, I didn't really feel the need to buy it again. Um, it's great that they're adding new characters. I'm a big fan of X and Y, so seeing Aegislash getting added to the playable roster is pretty exciting. But again, I didn't really see a reason to buy it again if you had a Wii U, had the Wii U version. And I kind of wish that these characters... I mean, I don't mind that they're DLC at all, but it would have given me more incentive to buy the game if, uh, you know, if there were more original characters that are already part of it, because if you have access to the arcade version, there was only one new character in the initial release, so. But yeah, Blastoise is one of my favorite Pokemon. Aegislash, like I was just saying, I think is a really good choice. And then they're adding Mega Rayquaza, uh, Mimikyu, uh, Mew, and Celebi as new support Pokemon, too. Mimikyu so. is fucking terrifying looking. It looks like some... Oh, there, I thought it was cute. There's this really, really funny video that was playing in the Pokemon store in Japan, and it was like an 8-mile style rap battle between Pikachu and Mimikyu. Really? And like what? the and like the Team Skull people who if you guys are unfamiliar with Team Skull, they're like the Sun and Moon version of Team Rocket, but they're like essentially like hip hop styled. Oh that's cool. So it's so it's like one it's like they're using the Mimikyu in the rap battle and then Pikachu like out raps him and it's just really, really weird. I took a video of it. I should post it on my Instagram. You should but it's like, I wanna it's, watch it. It's total like eight miles style where they're standing on the stage, and there's all these people like bouncing along to the beat while Pikachu is just rapping P- the, his name over and over again. Um, who's who's playing Pikachu in the the Pokemon Detective movie? Is that Channing Tatum? Uh, no, it was Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. What? Yeah, what? Ryan, Ryan Reynolds is. Uh, um, let's consult the Book of Knowledge to confirm. Confirm. We don't want a controversy. No, I yeah. am the Book of Knowledge. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah, um, Jesus, uh, 38, 48. Um, yeah, uh, Ryan Reynolds is playing the voice of Pikachu in the Detective Pikachu live action movie. Courtney. I, I, uh, no, I don't have, no. People wanted it to be Danny DeVito. No, why, no, I, I can't, like, uh, yes, you can and you will. No, my brain just just can't fucking figure out what that would even be. What, Detective Pikachu? It's easy. It's a a Pikachu. So is it Ryan Reynolds going to be like Ryan Reynolds and Ryan Reynolds was being like Pika, Pika, Pika fucking Chew? Like what? No, he talks because he's a detective. Then how is it? He's on the case. I don't want it. Well, in the newest newest movie, Pikachu actually, like regular Pikachu talked. Okay. That fucked me up. Yeah, that's not... <laughs> no. Like, 
I don't, I don't know. It broke my brain just now. I can't function. In, if you listen to the Japanese trailer, like he sounds like Danny DeVito. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll look at it after because I didn't know that was a thing. It was a game first, but it never came out here. It was like a point and click adventure game where you're oh. solving mysteries with Pikachu and some kid. And that's essentially what the movie's going to be, too. Be fun. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's Something. definitely worse stuff out there. Um, maybe maybe you could switch from maybe you could switch from mini and um, motivational quotes to oh, Pikachu. Pikachu. Pikachu Let's not quote. ruin Pokemon. Don't give don't give bored moms Pokemon. Let them keep <laughs> the minions. The, the women with the let me speak to your manager uh, haircut ruined minions. Well, yep. granted, minions weren't very good to begin with, but not wrong. Minions were just minions are just rabbits, which. Speaking of, one of the pieces of news that they announced in the Direct also was new DLC for the incredible Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Uh, now you're going to be able to play as Donkey Kong, who's going to be the first character as part of their DLC pack to be added to the game. And his, his voice sounds so wrong for some reason. Donkey Kong? Yeah, his voice in that, that trailer just sounds so weird. Yeah, I don't know what it is. They tend to change his voice a lot. Uh, what else we got? What? Oh, you mentioned rabbits. Um, the uh the creative director of XCOM did an interview with Polygon, um, and said that uh when he started playing, because XCOM and and rabbits are both that like tactical RPG kind of thingy thingling dingling, and um he um he said uh quote. Until I played Mario and Rabbids, uh, that is, where movement is a chain of interesting decisions, uh, like springboarding off your squad mates, sliding through your enemies, rolling through warp tunnels, all before you fire a, a single shot. Movement in Kingdom Battle adds a whole new layer of tactical interest to every turn. It jolted me into reconsidering one of XCOM's design principles. Which, that just fucking shocked me. That, like, something that I thought was going to be, like, an Ubisoft shovelware game um, made the creative director of XCOM go, hmm, maybe I should tweak things. It, that's all That's all just... I don't know, it's staggering to me. What do you think... What do you... What do, what do you... Either of you think about that? I think that Rabbids is the most fun I've had with a tactical RPG in a very long time, so... Huh. I should probably pick it up. Yeah, it's it was on sale for a while. I think we picked it up for like 30 bucks. And it's well worth it. It's a really, really good game. Um, new DLC for Kirby Star Allies. Um, They're so cute. Yeah, Courtney liked it. Um, the, whoa! Um, Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition. Pretty much just all the DLC. Um, Looks good. The For some reason, when they showed off um, the Breath of the Wild stuff, it, it looked like it, like, it, like it was graphically, like, held back like the the little clips that we saw um mm-hmm. did not look even remotely as high quality as the other um clips that they had showed us and so i'm wondering if that was like just it's the game's not finished or like their promo material wasn't finished but i could see like wow the, like the quality difference was like staggering i think it just kind of looks out of place because they they're literally just costumes and the art style for breath of the wild was different from the rest of hyrule warriors gotcha yeah, I was gonna say I think it's just because of the you're used to the way it looked in Breath of the Wild and it looks different in that environment. Because I didn't think it looked like lower quality, but I definitely could tell it looked different. Off. 
yeah, something yeah. was different. But I just I just thought it was art style or like the drawing itself. Yeah. So yeah. And like the only thing I'm disappointed about in that reg- in that announcement was that it doesn't seem like they're adding anything new. It's just going to be all the Cosmetic. content from the Wii U and 3DS versions, but on the Switch. Repackage. And it's like that would have been a perfect opportunity to add like Rivali, Mifa, Daruk, and Urbosa as playable characters. But you know, save that for the sequel, I guess. Record the sequel. Uh, Mario Tennis Aces, a new Mario Tennis game coming out with a story mode. It looks pretty. Uh, I'm intrigued. Yeah, and they actually gave Mario a specific tennis outfit in this one. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, like, I'm super excited because the Game Boy Color had, like, legendary Mario sports games because they had story modes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this seems like after people have been begging for it ever since, like in 2000, I think was the last time they released a sports RPG. Um after all this time, they're finally doing it, and it's going to be, like, console quality instead of, like, you know, all the other ones are Game Boy Color. So that, that's actually really, really cool. I'm really looking forward to that one. Uh, and then, is it East? Do you pronounce yes. it East? East 8? East Infection. East... God damn it. What? East 8, Lacrimosa of Donna um, is coming out. A new East game. Uh, it looked like... uh looks pretty interesting with the whole like base building thing. It's got like that Monster Hunter Xenoblade kind of feel to it. Have you played any of the East games? I played some of the older ones. This one looks completely different though, and I honestly haven't been keeping track because I only have so much time to play RPGs. But yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of waifus in this. It looked cool, but like you said, it looked like Monster Hunter and... Um... That other game that we were looking at getting. And I would rather get them, I think, than this game. So I kind of checked out. Um, new, they didn't look as good. New balloon mode added to Super Mario Odyssey. Pretty much like a hide-and-seek Easter egg thing. And then the thing that when you got on the Skype call tonight, Josh, you came flying out of the gate about this one. The SNK Heroines Tag Team Frenzy? Dude, like, it, <laughs> that came so out of nowhere, but I was so happy about it. Like, I guess to give a little bit of background... All the way back on the Neo Geo Pocket Color, there was this game that came out called Gal Fighters, where it was just the SNK female characters and Iori in drag as the final boss. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was like this really small release. I remember wanting to get it, but there seemed to be better games at the time, so I figured I'd get it later. And then, of course, when later came, the game wasn't around anymore. And to my knowledge, I think it's kind of a somewhat of, not not like a super expensive collector's item, but still kind of like a collector's item nonetheless. Fifty five bucks on Amazon. Oh yes, yeah, that's higher. It used to be thirty when it came out, but yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean that game was released in really limited quantities on a system that barely anybody had to begin with, and Wait, so to see it getting a sequel on PS4 and Switch. Well, in this case, they're focusing on Switch, but it's it was announced for PS4 also. But uh, yeah, to see a sequel, and it's going to be like a tag style, like your Marvel vs. Capcom, and with so many more characters to add to the roster since however long it's been, like the 17 years since the first one came out. It's really, really weird, but yet really, really cool and surprising, and totally out of left field that they're making another one. And it was also, not that it matters too much, but it was also kind of weird to me that it seems like, or that NIS is bringing it out. As opposed to SNK directly or Sega. Why? Well, because 
because SNK usually brings out their own games. Um, or if I did Sega buy them, they had something to do with Sega. They had something to do with Sega more recently, which is why Sega and Atlas had released the most recent King of Fighters. Uh, but it, it was interesting to see that NIS is handling publishing this time as opposed to them doing it themselves or having it go through Sega and Atlas. Uh, let's see. Uh, video. Nippon Ichi Software. Uh, NIS was founded in 03 to order for exposure to live in the universe. They have a brand for power regions. Blah, blah, blah. I guess they own themselves. <laughs> What? This is like a weird thing to say. I guess they own themselves. Well, I mean, like, come on. Come on. I mean, does anyone well, really are you own talking themselves? About NIS. Oh, we should be checking SNK. Oh, oh, hold yeah, on. Uh, yeah. Um, NIS, they're primarily a publishing company, but they do, they're most notable for Disgaea and publishing Danganronpa in the U.S. Uh, the owner of SNK is Orient Securities. And 37 games. 37 games. Officially, Sonki Interactive Entertainment is an international browser mobile game developer and publisher. Blah, blah, blah. 37 games. Currently has 2,000 employees. They bought SNK in August of 2015. Hmm. And then there's going to be an update to Payday 2, new Payday 2 character. Um, and then. Local play with crime.net. Like, Nintendo, fix your shit. Come on. You guys have the best console on the market now, but you're fucking mobile. Like, it just, like, what? Why? I want to know why they just don't fucking, like, make a Nintendo Live or, like, a Miiverse, all right? Quit. Get that, that, that shitty, like, old school yes man, businessman uh, thought process. Get the, get the rocks out of your head, Nintendo, and just fix it. What's wrong now? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Like I don't know what you're talking about they're, either. They're online matchmaking. Yeah. Like, they don't have an online service. Like, they don't have, like, an Xbox Live or a PSN type yeah. thing? Okay. That was not clear from what you said. <laughs> I was real confused. You were just angry old man in it over there. Alright, well, I mean, Payday 2 is typically, like, an online... Right. game but they like in the trailer it's like you can join with crime.net which is like the the matchmaking service inside of uh payday 2 but it's okay. only local because nintendo uh, fucking sucks with that shit so a weak point. uh and then um there's two little mini indie games coming out Faye or fee and Faye. celeste Bye. Those look pretty. Okay. Those both are Courtney Dawson games if I've ever fucking They're seen. They're one hundred percent Courtney Dawson games. The first one I was like, these animals are adorable and I want to play with them. And there's music. Uh, and the second one is like a pixel art. Like it's not really my kind of game because it looks like it's a hard jumping puzzle. And I, if I hate anything in gaming, it's jumping puzzles. Yeah. Uh, but it looks really cool, and I think I would give it a shot. If I had a switch, so that I could meet my husband. Um, it looks like Super Meat Boy. You look like Super Meat Boy. What? What the fuck? I don't know. I didn't. I, didn't, I don't really know what Super Meat Boy is. I just wanted to respond with something, and that was what I came up with. Gotcha, gotcha. 
Um, and then, um, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze coming out. Meh, who cares? And then, what do you mean, who cares? That was one of the best games on the Wii U. No, 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 who cares? You're gonna be, you're gonna be able to play as Funky Kong now. I mean, the first time you've been able to play as Funky Kong since Mario Kart Wii, I think. (laughs) I think. I mean, I don't know. There's so many shitty Mario Party games that I haven't played, but (laughs) as far as good games, this is the first time you're gonna be able to play as Funky Kong since Mario Kart. So, I don't, don't you dare gloss over that. That's one of the saying fun, that a game was the best game on the Wii U isn't said, saying much. I feel. Uh, oh, you are you're gonna get me started. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh don't, did you get him started? He started. I mean, what, what I didn't makes even it so? Know I mean, like, Wii U was a console until it was being discontinued. So, I mean, like you're the you best. obviously weren't listening to the Geekscape Games podcast. Um, no. I mean, to be fair, nobody. Yeah, is, and, and but... she wasn't even listening to it when she was on the podcast. It took her like yes, I was. It took her. It took her a couple of weeks to understand. Like, oh wait, that's a new console. Oh no. yeah, I remember that. Episode. I listened. No, I knew it was a console. You just didn't know it was it's a different I console. I thought it was a peripheral for the Wii. Yeah. I didn't know it was its own separate well, thing. That, that's what you Let just. Me... I know, what? but I but I was on the I was on the I was I knew. Fuck you! I knew when I was on the podcast. Let me we talked let me rephrase it. it then. I was trying to I was trying to be a little bit more conservative in my praise, but <laughs> since it's apparently it's, it's I'm apparently undercutting my praise. That Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze is one of the best 2D platformers in the last 20 years. I see. I feel like it's on par with Rayman Legends as two of the best 2D platformers in a very 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 long time. Wow. I like- Oh yeah, so you don't gloss over that shit. Oh right, 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 right. So some shovelware from like a generation ago is coming out. <laughs> whatever, get excited. Fucking whatever. Um, if, uh, I mean, come on, you fucking talked about Payday too. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, really. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, he, um, what's his name? Funky Kong. Yeah, Funky Kong. Um, he used to fly you from level to level on Super Nintendo, and you're going to disrespect him like that? Eh, I didn't like those was... games. Well, you were on PC, so... Um, um... Oh, with such disdain? There is... There was an old NES game called TNC Surf Design. Do you remember that? <laughs> it was an old, um, NES game. Where you would, there was like a skateboarding thing, um, and then like a, a surfing thing, uh, and it was a really dope, dope NES game with really cool music. And I'm gonna send you guys the box art because there is a, there is a, in fact, um, I'm gonna send this to you in the back channel. Uh, there is, in fact, uh, uh, a surfing gorilla. So, that's an LJN game? Wow. <laughs> Weird. It was like the only good. Man. Only good LGN game. That that's a a lot of patterns. I mean, wood and water rage. Apparently, TNC Surf Design <laughs> is an actual like store. <laughs> oh, that graphic artist needs to get fired. Dude, it was the eighties, man. Hey, man. Um, and then Dark Souls Remastered coming out or whatever. Uh, I was actually kind of interested in that. I thought it was really cool that 
to tease the announcement, they have posted like a picture of a chibi robo with the flame behind him. I thought that was really awesome. Yeah, yeah what, 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 did it have? Oh, because he was praising the sun. Yes. Oh, why, wow. why chibi robo? That that I know it's so random, right? Like, I, yeah, of all people, like the Nintendo subreddit went fucking nuts. Like, new chibi robo game, new chibi robo game, and it was like I love. I love Chibi Robo, and we haven't had a proper one in the states for a very long time. So, oh. any any Chibi Robo pre- representation, I'll take. That game's brilliant. Yeah, um, yeah, I love Chibi Robo almost as much as I love Loot Crate. Uh, go to lootcrate.com/geekscape and use the promo code Geekscape when you check out to get your monthly subscription box. Uh, this month is January, and January's theme is Discover. Travel the path less taken, and you may discover hidden truths, buried secrets, or a whole new destiny. Uh, if you get your order in before January 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific, you can get the Discovery theme. Uh, properties include Westworld, Rick and Morty, who cares, Harry Potter, and the X-Files. Bubba-dubba-dub-dub. I'm, I'm your... I hate all of you. Like, uh, what did I do? I did nothing. You promote Rick and Morty. No, I don't. Um, actually, if this wasn't I Rick, you shit. if this wasn't Rick and Morty, they have a picture of the Rick and Morty T-shirt. If it wasn't Rick and Morty, I might be on board with it because it looks kind of cool. But Rick and Morty is just upsets me on a, like a guttural, visceral level. Um, we'll just there we go. All right. Um, good job doing that. Um, while we're recording the podcast, or have we heard it? What? Does uh, uh, sent the file? Oh, Mike's muted. I didn't know you didn't mute yours. That's really unprofessional of you. Um, you shouldn't be sending files while we're potting. You send shit all uh, the those time. Those are links. Those aren't files. Thank you for this bullshit. Go to lootcrate.com/geekscape. <laughs> Get in there. Help them. They'll help us. Unlike Shadow Eight Six Six. Who bamboozled us with a hundred and thirty-three dollar donation? Fake um, news. Yeah, total fake news. Total fake news. It's probably from a shithole country. Yeah. Oh I mean, fuck. I mean, let's let's be real. America? Let's be. Oh wow! Don't fucking cut yourself on that edge, bro. America, let's see. <laughs> America was never great. I want to go drink my my hand cranked artisanal coffee. Okay, I'm so edgy. Oh, I love Deadpool. I got a sick sense of humor. You know what? The Japanese 7-Elevens are a lot better. <laughs> Do they have really good sandwiches there, like in the anime, or is that just like anime land stuff? They looked good, but I didn't get any sandwiches. Why didn't um, you get like I would have? That would have been the first thing I did was just eat in, all the anime food I could find in my life. Because I'm in Japan, man. I want ramen and sushi and shit. Not how was it? Sandwiches. You didn't talk about the food at all. Yeah, you didn't talk about actually. Well, how how that's was the thing. it? We didn't eat a lot because Megan was sick for the first half, and I got a little sick at the second half, so oh, we no. didn't really have appetites. But um, it was actually the food we did eat was good. The fucking ramen was great. Like this one oh. restaurant we went to was about the same price as the ramen is here, but it was like. Eight pieces of meat instead of just like the one tiny one. It was like mm. eight pieces of thick ass pork, and then just loaded and loaded with like vegetables and noodles and everything. It was amazing. Um, but yeah, I think I ate more fried chicken than anything because since Megan was sick, we didn't want to go to restaurants, so I just kept going to Seven Eleven and getting her fried <laughs> chicken. She um, got some anime sandwiches. I got a lot of anime desserts. There you go. How you um, how was it like? Um, do you speak uh? Uh, Japanese at all? 
a little bit, but not enough, not confidently enough to where I tried it all while I was there. So, <laughs> what, what's it? What was it like? Um, like, I've heard that there's, um, and actually, Rocco from Mega Sixty Four talked about this that there would be um, uh, like groups of like really old. Japanese men that would drive around with like cars with signs talking about just how awful like white people are and like all foreigners are like trash. Did you run into any like problems like that? And what was it like? Um, not at all. Not at all. Although there were a couple cars that would drive by with like speakers, but they were speaking Japanese, so I don't know what they were saying. Gotcha. <laughs> and um, but I don't think that was it. It sounded more like a public service announcement thing. Gotcha. Uh, and then there was one group of people that we walked by that were standing outside of like a Korean consulate with a flag with like Korea's flag, like X'd out, and it said something really racist, but I can't remember what it is right now. But it was essentially <laughs> nice. like anti-South Korea, telling them to get all the fucking Koreans out of Japan. Oh wow! Oh. Nice. See, but it was just like it was just like four people standing outside of a building, and every and they were trying to get people on their side with with like a loudspeaker, but everyone was just ignoring them, and then they would. I, I don't know a lot of Japanese, but I remember hearing them, like, saying a few, like, mocking things to people that were ignoring them. Um, aside from that. Did you run into Logan Paul? Uh, no. I don't no, think I they're going to let him back in. Um, no, and, like, they're investigating, like, the police are investigating him for doing a bunch of other heinous shit. Um, so, yeah. I was watching something, some of the shit he was pulling while he was there, and it was just, like levels of rude below uh filming a dead body <laughs> hanging yeah. from a tree but still pretty fucking terrible um, uh but no anyways the question like what's it like not being being able to speak japanese like getting around in the country easy because everyone spoke better english than i did <laughs> nice um i mean most people spoke enough english to have a conversation with you um a few people spoke really 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 well and a handful of people, like a bit about the same amount of people on the opposite end, didn't really speak English at all. But then they always would have like, like signs and stuff. I guess just for this occasion, they would pull out signs. It's like you just point at the pictures and stuff. Nice. Yes. Um, so yeah, it was actually really, really, really easy to get around. I was that was one of my concerns before we went, like thinking we might have trouble. But yeah, it was like an easy mode trip pretty much because everyone knew. It was like they were expecting a bunch of filthy gaijins to come by. And fuck a gaijin. Fuck their, fuck their countries up. So they were trying Perfect. to minimize the damage by Good. being nice to you and communicating with you and stuff. Did, um, did you check out any cuddle cafes or brothels? And tell me about that. Uh, what no, about like no. a bunny cafe? Um, nah. There, but there's, a bit, there's so many cafes, though, that it's kind of hard to narrow it down so again, no, no bunny cafes no, no brothels cuddle cafes no brothels no. i mean i'm sure megan would not be thrilled i'm just throwing that out i mean there. It, she it's fine to get a brochure and browse uh -huh. right you know just yeah. check, check out the goods see yeah no no free samples though have, you know i i've only met sales. megan one time only the one time only briefly i don't feel she'd be down i'm pretty sure she'd be super fucking pissed and you would you would be in the suicide forest at that point. Whoa, yeah. Courtney, Courtney being problematic. Courtney Paul I'll, over here. I'll be a, I'll be a, I'll be a YouTube, I'll be YouTube famous. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll, uh, we'll get some, get some uh, coverage on here. Oh, yeah. hey, at, I mean, at the very, at the very least, 
if Logan Paul finds my body in the suicide forest, someone could be like, hey, that's Josh from Geekscape Games, and people finally <laughs> start listening to us. <laughs> well, you know what you must do, Josh? Take one for the team. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm already back from Japan, so it's not much I can do at this point. Well, I know where I'm going to go. I'm gonna. Uh, hey, she, that reminds me. Does your life insurance policy cover you if you commit suicide, or is it only if you're murdered? Yeah. Again. Again. Okay. So, <laughs> hey, how about what if what if you commit suicide, but then you have like medical records showing that you're severely depressed? So it was really like the depression that killed you. Um, Does that count? I don't. I don't know yet. But I. I. I want to reiterate that I don't know if we talked about this in the podcast, but uh, Courtney and her <laughs> her friend Rosie both. And, and this is kind of a, th- a weird phenomenon with like upper middle class white women. They're really fascinated with serial killers and murder. Um, um, yeah, that is a weird thing, really isn't it? Targeted by serial killers. Uh, 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 and we are it's like ourselves. It's like it's you know it's like you know privileged white women are like everything's just too fucking good. I yeah, I need. I, I, what I would like, like to murder. point out that Rosie is not like Rosie is half white. So okay, that. so I'm she, just saying. So she's half good. No, I'm saying she has she has other privileges. She Um. Oh. Oh. So you're saying like she she she's half not white. So I mean she she's not she can't be upper middle class. Why are you being so problematic? No, I mean she is. I'm not being. You're being a dick. Anyway. Anyway. Uh. So there's there's this thing where like like again like I said upper upper middle class middle class like white women really like serial killers. And Courtney and Rosie are a fan of the My Favorite Murder podcast. Shouts out. Um, dope as fuck and Stay like, sexy and all the conversation will lead to something along like careful i i know all about serial killers i know how to kill you and hide the body and i'm like bro fucking okay. give you a gun but didn't hold all those serial killers get caught though up. oh here's yeah. the thing i have been i have been fascinated with murder since i was probably 10 years old and have studied forensic science. Like I was going to be a forensic scientist until I realized it was going to crush my soul. Yeah. So is that why you like fish so much? Because they die so fast? <laughs> no, I like fish because they're cute and squishy. Especially um, when they get crushed in your hand. <laughs> um, but no, but that's no. not. And you make it sound like we're just like casually sitting around and then like, like. You know, you know, Sharon know. Tate it's was killed right. like fifteen minutes from me. It's not okay. So the holiday is like I watched Dexter. I know how this works. No, fuck Dexter. Dexter is a terrible show. No. Oh God. It's garbage. You're one, you're, it's you're so one of bad. those people. It's bad. It's a bad show. The forensics are not sound. You're like you're like those people who are like Star Wars fucking sucked because there's no way that that would have been possible. <laughs> and then go to no. The physics no, of I'm it. just saying like Dexter. Dexter had no good storyline and was forensically unsound. Sorry. You're forensically unsound. That. Uh, no. So, but anyway, my point is, is that uh, <laughs> we'll have a jovial back and forth. You're like, careful, I'll be, like, I'll, you'll, you'll be dead, no one will expect it, and then bury the body. There would be no way you two little, you two little, um, wifey, uh, you know, white girls wouldn't be able to kill somebody and if you did, you would break down and cry and turn yourself in before the blood dries. I mean, I'd be really sad if I killed you, I guess. Killed me? Yeah, but no, any... Bro, there'd be no... Like, to take a human life, you would just be like, no, no, no. You talk a big game, and I, and it's it's a little cute, but it's a little annoying. Oh. Yeah? 
Is it annoying, like, constantly having to deal with fucking PT references all the time? Oh my god, those PT references are me saying, don't touch that dial now. Constantly. Constantly, constantly. Or the time you turned off the lights in the bathroom? Oh my god, so while Courtney was visiting, uh, she was taking a shower. <laughs> I turned off all the lights in the hangar and, and took out my phone and started playing the, the radio station from PT. And, I mean, yeah, you started to have a little breakdown. I almost vomited. And then, actually, and then I started push, I was pushing. Vomiting. I started pushing her through the shower curtain. <laughs> so just a tad breakdown. I punched. Yeah. I punched his phone. I got water in his phone. Yeah, that was my revenge. Yeah, yo, yo, revenge. Does it still work though? Yeah. Yeah, his phone's oh. fine. Well, yeah. then it wasn't. It wasn't enough. I didn't break it. Yeah. No, his day will come. It's fine. Yeah. I have to get on that life insurance policy though. Yeah. N- no. Got to talk to Hunter. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's it. Anybody else want to talk about anything else? Uh, no. no. Cool. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening to the Geekscape Games podcast. Uh, we will be back next week. Try to get the Overleague people on and talk about bit, about bit, bit, bit more about oh. bit, bit, um, bit, of bit, the Overwatch League. Um, very excited for that. I think I'm finally gonna like. I used to be able to follow like single players in uh starcraft um but like i could never really get into like team um esports like csgo and stuff but i think um blizzard's making this oh oh, gross sorry making this really accessible by having like it just on the dashboard of the blizzard.net app so uh as always you can find us on geekscape.net on twitter at geekscape games i am at shane o'hare on twitter the shane o'hare on instagram (laughs) ss Jaken on gaming platforms, Walter Chips Pound 1725 on uh, Blizzard.net. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at AKGeekGirl. Uh, I am tweeting about the bullshit happening in my lectures right now, and it's pretty entertaining. Um, you can find me on Instagram as GeekyGirlAK, and I think everywhere else I'm GeekyGirlAK. Can we, uh, do we want to talk about your alt? Instagram account? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not right now, I don't. It yeah. doesn't have anything on it. Yeah, and uh, Josh? Uh, I'm at Inu Joshua just about everywhere where you can read updates about my end-of-year articles that are coming out late because of my trip and everything. And an article about how great the Wii U was because I'm so insulted right now. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, everybody. We will see you guys back next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? Don't you wish your girlfriend was a freak like me? Don't you? Don't you? Don't you wish your girlfriend was wrong like me? Don't you wish your girlfriend was free?